Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is. It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A defiant President Biden declaring, my memory is fine. That's a quote after the special counsel report. The president lashing out at reporters and special counsel Robert Herr Thursday night in response to that scathing report on Biden's mishandling of classified documents. The report did not recommend criminal charges against Biden, but perhaps much more damaging, it observed that the 81-year-old commander-in-chief, that is, was greatly diminished mentally, forgetting the dates of key events in his life during an interview with investigators. In addition, I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone, I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away or passed away. Simple truth is I sat for a five-hour interview over two days of events going back 40 years. At the same time I was managing an international crisis, their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case. That's their decision to make. That's the council's decision to make. That's his job. And they decided not to move forward. For any extraneous commentary, they don't know what they're talking about. It has no place in this report. The bottom line is the matter is now closed. If you want to know why President Biden went before the nation, it's because this report is a bombshell and it could very well spell the end, the beginning of the end, at least, of his presidential campaign. Not critics, not Trump making the allegation, but an independent special counsel declaring that the commander in chief greatly diminished 
mentally. Again, forgetting the dates of key events in his life. And uh, this is our president of the United States. Biden also railed against the assessment in the report that he would likely be let go by a jury on the grounds of perceived senility. Wow. And uh, that's, that's powerful. That a jury would let him go probably on the grounds of perceived senility. If you're Trump tonight, already up 5% in the uh, national polls, this is a big moment in the presidential race unfolding in front of all of us. Democrat Tom Swazi will probably win Tuesday's special election as a recent poll shows this race is a dead heat with Swazi having a four-point edge over Republican Mozzie Pillup. But this is a race that is indeed a national bellwether as it relates to the presidential race. And the message should go out loud and clear to Democrats that people are not buying what you are selling. We are all going under with the Democratic agenda. Folks have had it. I wouldn't bet the House. I believe that Swazi will win, but I wouldn't bet the House on this one Hillup has one hell of a chance as they debated just a uh, few hours ago. It's amazing. It is utterly amazing what can get done when there is public scrutiny. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg indicting seven migrants in the Times Square attack on NYPD cops after letting several go without bail. And I stand here today confident uh, that we have identified the roles of every person who broke the law uh, and participated in this heinous attack. Uh, there's been a lot of information uh, in the public forum, a lot of misinformation. And so I want to take some, some time. This may be a little bit different than other press conferences. I really want to walk uh, everyone through um, the charges here, uh, some video. We have some still footage taken from video, and I want to really focus on uh, each individual's charge role. These are, of course, our allegations. Uh, as many of you know, the five who were arrested last week, uh, Mr. Gomez Ezequiel, Mr. Juarez, Mr. Orocha, Mr. Reveron, and Mr. Brito. Um, there are uh, additional people who uh, are charged in the indictment. Uh, as to them, since they've not been previously arrested, the indictment is sealed as to their, their names, but the indictment in total uh, is seven individuals. The five who have had their charges unsealed all face felony charges, four face a top charge of assault in the second degree, uh, one faces a top charge of tampering with physical evidence, and as I said, the remaining two charges are unsealed. And uh, frankly, what that sounds like to me is, yeah, 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 all after the fact. When, when no one was looking, really, the suspects were released without bail. That's the bottom line. And also another big story we are following, as I told you folks before, stand down. Don't get into a whirlwind over every headline that comes your way. I told you that there was no way 
that Maine and Colorado and any other possible state would be able to keep Trump off the ballot. By every indication, he is headed back to the White House as the president of the United States. Democrats can play all the games that they want to with ballot access, but it won't stand. Because in America, we have something called the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court signaling, signaling that is, it is unlikely to let Colorado kick Mr. Trump off the ballot. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. We see all of your calls, 800-848-WABC from Long Island to Connecticut, Brooklyn, Queens, and Woodbridge, 800-848-9222. Also, you can reach me on social media, Dominic Carter here with you at Dominic TV on Twitter. Uh, remember, folks, I may actually read some of your tweets uh, live on the air on Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. So Swazi and uh, Republican uh, Nassau County legislator Mozzie Pillup squared off Thursday night in the first and only debate of their race to replace disgraced former Congressman George Santos. And it was a heated affair that underscored the nation's or the contest's national stakes a bellwether for how the presidential election may actually turn out. Turn out, Santos himself was largely an afterthought as issues like immigration and abortion, which have played major roles in New York's third congressional district, along with the rest of the country, dominated the uh, debate. Swazi made occasional reference to Santos, usually in suggesting that Pillup is similarly unvetted. But again, immigration, abortion, also the economy in Israel, in which the candidates tried to one-up each other in pro proclaiming their support. And um, they each tried to downplay ties to their respective uh, parties neither of which rate highly in the suburban uh, district. Pillup at times became frustrated, and at one point during an exchange over abortion, she took a step towards Swazi's lecturing, uh, and the Democrat responded with a deep cut, if you will, New York political reference, joking that she was channeling former Senate candidate Rick, Rick Lazio who infamously, you may recall, uh, went towards uh, then-candidate Hillary Clinton's turf during that debate up in uh, Buffalo. How did she respond? At one point, she said, you know, the difference between me and you, you are a talker. I am a person who will deliver when I, when I promise to deliver. And so uh, Swazi challenged her several times to just come out and say that she was uh, pro choice, but she also, uh, which she would not, she also defended her conservative endorsement on her stance on abortion. Just just because I was endorsed by the conservative line, it doesn't mean I'm going to agree with everything they're going to tell. Okay, there will be things I'm going to work with them, I will support them. There will be things I'm not going to support them. When it comes to women's rights and abortion, I will say that I'm not going to support the national abortion ban. 
That's, abortion, that's a not the issue. You, you've been saying not going to support national Supreme, abortion Supreme, the whole time. The Supreme, the Supreme this is your first court, debate. The this Supreme Court gave it back to the state in each state making that decision. That's all. Now, uh, another issue that came up, Swazi uh, went after uh, Pillup and uh, current lawmakers declaring that whoever wins the seat has to know what they're doing and has to know how to build coalitions. Ms. Pillup has not given any specifics whatsoever in this entire conversation. Now, she says she'll get it done. So she's saying she's much better than Esposito. She's better than Lolota. She's better than Garbarino, because they all said they'd get it done, too. They but they have, haven't got it done. They working, have not got it done. They're working on They've it. They've been there 13 they months. They haven't even gotten it on the floor of the United States Congress yet. It's an embarrassment, because the reality is you can't just do a tweet. You can't just do a press conference. You have to actually build relationships with people of both parties, and attacking people is not going to... Trust gonna me, I'm very good on that. Yeah, I've, no, I've noticed that. No, I'm so, very good on that. I'm you very have to good build on working with people. Swazi has held multiple offices in Nassau County. Uh, by the way, as we all know, the district includes a piece of Queens, and it, he comes into the contest, if you will, as the better-known quantity, having only uh, left his House seat in 2022 to run for governor. We all know how that worked. It didn't work out too well for him. When that attempt failed, and the Santos uh, situation drew to a close. He was the clear choice for Long Island uh, Democrats. Miss Phillips is a less familiar uh, face, but brings a distinct background. She was born in Ethiopia before immigrating as a child to Israel, where she attended school and served, actually served, in the Israel Defense Forces. She is also a registered Democrat though she has pledged to change that after the election. Swazi, and this is how you know that he's in deep trouble, has pushed for more debates. He's pushed for more debates, which is a signal that he's in deep trouble. But after uh, some protracted, if you will, wrangling, uh, the rivals settled, settled on a one-night-only showdown. And with early voting underway, uh, this is a race that leaders from uh, both parties view as a general election bellwether. Let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin with Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. And by the way, just hearing those two short clips that you played of Mazi and Swazi, um, that debate sounded very old school and very fierce, but it's very different than the kind of debates we hear nowadays as uh, that's the way it sounded for me. But I think about um, the special prosecutor coming out within with the details about the Biden case with the classified documents. What I, what I find interesting is that he was helping out Biden by saying that, you know, we're not going to, hold him accountable because the jury's not going to have him convicted because they'll say he's mentally ill. But at the same time, and that shows that there's interference, I think, from the deep state and the handlers. Well, wait, 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 Alex, it was actually perceived senility, but go ahead. You said mental okay. illness. And so anyway, I just want the record to right. be clear. Okay. 
so and, and then then but you also have them coming out against Joe Biden's um, you know mental incapabilities and so that's what I think is going on over here is that they're trying to get rid of Joe Biden for being the nominee and the reason is because Trump is beating him in the polls and they know that Trump they, they didn't do, come out and get close to pushing Biden out of the race until now because they wanted to make sure that Trump is amended as the Republican nominee because he's the most beatable. You see Nikki Haley is even higher, uh, is beating Biden even more. And so what happens when you replace Biden with somebody else like but, Michelle but Obama? I, 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 that, that's not going to happen. No, I, I, I'm not or, one for the Michelle Obama talk. That's okay. nonsense. Gavin, that's, Newsom. That's, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. He can't even run California. And he, I, I don't see that at all. I, I, I see. Listen, this report from the special the counsel. You look at the polls. Joe Biden, Trump is only beating him by a very few points, and he destroyed the country. Gavin Newsom didn't destroy the country. Uh, you know, if, if Trump can't beat Biden by ten points, how would he beat Gavin Newsom? Well, I, I think that uh, that Trump would mop the floor with uh, Gavin uh, Newsom. He's not tested nationally. He wants the, all of this speculation that he might be the Democratic nominee. It's never going to happen. I think the Democrats are going to stick with uh, with Biden. I, I, I do admit this much, Alex, uh, and thank you for the call. I don't know how they're going to stick with them because this report is damaging. It is extremely damaging, focusing on the mental capabilities of the president of the United States states of America and stating that the president has a diminished mentality or mentally. Either way you want to put it, it's not good. And if you're team Trump, I I would on any day be willing to put my 91 count indictment up against this report from the special prosecutor on Biden, because this is so damning. It only confirms, it brings out what everyone already knew, that President Biden, with all due respect to him, it, it, it's just not, it's not good. And that uh, he, with all due respect, he needs to retire, period. And, and the bench is not much better with Kamala Harris. It, it, you, you put her at the top of the ticket. It's over. From day one, Robert in Connecticut. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hi, Dom. Uh, I would just say when you bring up the illegal aliens in the country, I would say the country is gone now. Forget it. There's nothing to do. The people in this audience, you've, they've lost their country. But it's interesting because when the illegals uh, commit crimes, they have to go into our prison system and our court system. They cannot be deported because they will come right back. You know what we got to do, Dom? I think this whole audience, including you, because you're politically astute, have to revisit uh, Pat Buchanan because he brought this up like 35 years ago. He was ignored. He was called names by people in this audience. But it turned out he was 100% correct. But now the people who were calling them all kinds of names. They're all crying. They're under their bed screaming, oh, what are we going to do? Well, the problem is you can't do anything. It's like Gulliver Travels when they had the giant tied down to the floor. 
He couldn't get up. This great country cannot get up. You've lost your country. You might as well go watch the Super Bowl. You might as well do all those type of things because the illegal aliens are having their way. Remember that commercial, Have It Your Way? Well, they're having it their way. And as long as, long as all these illegals are in here, you know damn well they're going to vote. They're going to do everything. They're, voting. they're working off the book. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not willing. you saying they're going to vote illegally? I'm not willing to go as far to say that they can legally vote soon. I, I don't see that happening. Because Democrats may no, try okay. to push it, and it will be challenged in court immediately and rejected like it was in New York no. City. No, they're going to vote illegally, I said, like they always do. Uh, they sometimes have 10 different addresses, and those ballots, uh, when they request the absentees, they go to all the different addresses. There's a lot of shenanigans that goes on. Republicans are not addressing this. And I, I really would say, if you look at the Republican Party, uh, my office, uh, they should have impeached him because there's a lot of Senate Democrats who are up for re-election. Put them on record. You want to impeach him? You want to keep the guy who has the borders wide open? This is these are gifts to the Republican Party. But obviously, I believe the establishment is still running the joint, and there's a lot of naive people out there. Unfortunately, they're not really conservatives. They're upset with the Democrats, so they move Republican. But they're going to find out the establishment is pulling the strings everywhere. You realize um, there's like a million visa overstays inside this country. It's never uh, mentioned because the establishment will always protect their business partners, whether it's China or Saudi Arabia, Mexico, any along those lines. They don't hold these countries responsible. If Trump is saying they're letting prisoners out and mental institutions out of these countries to come here, then those governments are responsible for those individuals. You hear nobody bringing that up. That's why I really believe, Dom, Patrick, Joseph, okay. Buchanan. Uh, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for the call. You made some very valid points. Big night on the election front. Trump uh, addressing supporters after winning Nevada and the uh, U.S. Virgin Island uh, caucuses. In just a moment, we're going to take you there live to listen to the former president. He's waving his hands back and forth. Oh, he's actually moving up to the microphone. Let's listen live. Let's listen live. Okay, let's listen live. Uh, it's a few seconds delay, but let's listen live to Mr. Trump after his victories in Nevada, in the U.S. Virgin Island, the caucuses. So clearly there's some uh, audio problems. We are trying to get them uh, resolved. Uh, let's go back now. 98%. Okay, we, we're trying to get it for you uh, live, but as you can hear, there are some audio issues going on. The moment that we can correct that, we will take you back live to Las Vegas, where Mr. Trump has uh, won the uh, caucuses. 
uh, in Nevada and the U.S. Uh, Virgin Islands. We are monitoring it. We're trying to get the audio corrected. The moment that we do, we will bring it back to you live. Chris and the Catskills, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. I caught the uh, end of that debate with Swazi and Pillip. And if I were Swazi, I would want to debate her a bunch of times, too, because she is not a good debater, and Swazi is. Right, what right. I hey, find... Chris, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, you're right, but that's irrelevant in this in this race. If we're going to be honest about this, Ms. Pillip is a, is a political novice, and she's horrible at debating. That's why she doesn't take questions. That's why she uh, uh, has not talked that much at many events as she should. All of that is irrelevant. The, the, the fact of the matter is Democrats have done so bad that this political novice has a good chance at winning. Again, I'm going to let you finish, Chris. I give the edge to Swazi, but don't sleep on Ms. Pillip. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and look, listen, full disclosure, I voted for Swazi in the gubernatorial, uh, in, in the primary, and uh, he, he, he lost it. I thought he did the best in that debate. And he's more of a conservative Democrat uh, relative uh, to the two candidates he was up against. Uh, but I, I see some parallels, actually, with the last big special election we had for Congress in New York with Pat Ryan and Mark Molinaro. Uh, that's in my neck of the woods. Molinaro is is my congressman. And I, I voted in that special election. And I know I know both of those men. But Pat Ryan, he he. Did better in the debate. Neither one of those. Okay, two but Chris, are Chris you're, you're giving us a history lesson on a on a race that already happened. What is your point? Well, the point is this: uh, Pat Ryan was. Now, I don't need a history lesson on a past race. What is your point as it relates to Swazi and Pillup? Yeah, he's a veteran, and that got him extra points. Pat Ryan and Pillup is a veteran. I had not. For our country, an Israeli army veteran, I don't know if that's going to help her in this race, but that is one variable in elections that uh, don't necessarily show up in the the polls. Agreed. Agreed. I I agree with you, Chris. Thank you for the call. I agree with you. Her military service in Israel might be enough to push her over the top and win this thing. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mr. Trump is in Las Vegas as we speak. Uh, he's addressing his supporters live after winning Nevada and the U.S. Virgin Island caucuses. We're trying to get the uh, audio for you to take take you live to uh, Vegas. We are going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to go to Long Island, Yonkers, Queens, and Woodbridge. We'll be right back. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Mr. Trump uh, has had a very good day. The Supreme Court made it very clear that Colorado is in all likelihood not going to succeed and Maine, uh, for that matter, any state, and keeping Mr. Trump off the uh, ballot. I mean, think about this, folks. As I said to you, you know, everybody yelling and screaming, oh, how could you do this? Relax. It's not going to stand. And sure enough, the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, has indicated it's not going to stand. He's going to be on the ballot. Also, a great morning, if you will, for Mr. Trump, 
with this uh, special prosecutor's uh, report on Mr. Biden's handling of uh, classified documents in which the report uh, talks about the commander-in-chief was greatly diminished mentally, forgetting the dates of key events in his life. Biden is also railing uh, against the assessment in the report that he would likely be let off by a jury on the grounds of perceived senility. The race may have been decided tonight that this is how damaging this report actually is. Let's go to Stuart in Queens. Good morning, Stuart. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. So I like your thoughts on the following two points I have. As a Republican, while I agree with the special prosecutor report. Wait, hey, Stuart, do, do me a favor. Just please hold on. I'm coming right back to you live. We've corrected the audio of Mr. Trump in Vegas. Let's go to him live as he's won Nevada and the U.S. Virgin Island caucuses. Supreme Court hopefully will be doing something in terms of helping our country and preserving democracy. We have to preserve our democracy. And I think they had a very, very interesting day and a very beautiful day. Perhaps I think it was really a very beautiful sight to watch, and it's the way it's supposed to be. And hopefully the decision will be a very important decision, but there's never been anything like it. In the polls, we're leading everybody. We are right now. Is there any way we can call the election for next Tuesday? That's all I want. I want to call the election for next Tuesday, but we're going to... uh, We're going to make our country great again. We're going to make it great. We're going to make it greater than ever before. The enthusiasm and the turnout, Doug and I were talking. I don't think you've ever seen anything like it, right? You were at various of the caucus sites and you came, they both came back and they said, we've never seen anything like it. Would you like to say a few words? Please. Thank you, President Trump. I just want to uh, build on that. At the caucus sites that Catherine and I were at tonight, uh, the lines were stringing around the block in those buildings, people waiting out in the, in the cold. And I do want to say thank you to all of you and all the people in, in Nevada that voted tonight because you're sending a signal to the nation. One is that uh, this primary is over. President Trump has won. That's the signal you're sending. And the second thing that really matters is that all of you that voted tonight that came out Tonight, need to show up in November, but bring somebody with you because Nevada is going to be a swing state and President Trump is going to win it in November. What about Woody? He's been my friend for so many years. Do you mind if I let him speak for a second? Woody Johnson. Oh, what a good day. Those, uh, the, I don't know if anybody listened to the Supreme Court arguments today, but boy... I've never seen arguments like that, totally in favor of, uh, of the president's position. Excellent. So that was good, but this is even better. Winning Nevada is going to be, is propelling us. We're going to win the, we're going to win the election. And this is good. You're going to see another, you're going to see Donald J. Trump as another great president. Thank you, Woody. So, God bless you all. We have to save our country. We're going to save our country. We're going to make America greater than it's ever been. We have to stop it. We have to close up our borders. We have to close them up. 
I believe you'll have 19 million people by the time this guy is out of office. 19 million. That's bigger than that's substantially bigger than New York State. And these people, many of them are coming from prisons and jails. They're coming from mental institutions and they're terrorists. And you see what's happening. I don't know if you've been watching your news lately. I kept saying, you know, crime is through the roof all over our country. And I kept saying, when is it going to be that I don't see any migrant crime? Well, guess what? It's happening at levels now like nobody's ever seen. And we can't let it happen. So get ready. We're going to get out there. We're going to win. We're going to have a great election. We're going to turn our country around. You're going to be so happy. We were energy independent. Think of it. Three years ago, we were energy independent, and now we're trying to buy from Venezuela. You're getting, you're getting your... And remember this, we have more, I call it liquid gold, we have more liquid gold under our feet. Doug, you know that better than anybody. We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation, more than Saudi Arabia, more than Russia, more than anybody. And we're going to take advantage of it. So go back home, rest, and then come back because we're going to turn this whole thing around. If we win the state of Nevada, it's over for them, and our country's going to be better greater, bigger, more beautiful than ever before. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love you. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. And there you have it. Former President Donald Trump winning the caucuses uh, in Nevada and the Virgin Islands. And that's his uh, victory speech uh, live that you just heard. We are going to go right back to your telephone calls. Stuart in Queens was uh, making his point when we had to uh, step in to go live to Vegas. So, Stuart, please continue. Thank you for the patience. Yes, Dominic. So as a Republican, I'm concerned about two things with this um, special prosecutor report today. I definitely agree the president is elderly and senile. My concern is this is going to give the Democrats the pretext to bring in a ticket much stronger than nobody's thinking about. I really fear they're going to bring in a camouflaged left-wing ticket of the Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer, paired off with a vice presidential nominee of the African-American Maryland governor, Wes Moore. Michigan is the needed uh, swing state, and I agree with you. It's not going to be uh, Newsom, not going to be uh, Michelle Obama. I'm worried about Gretchen Whitmer. I think she's. I think she could be the one. You you may be on to something there, Stuart. Uh, I I I just don't like the ridiculous talk of Michelle Obama and and right. and, uh, right. and Gavin Newsom. Uh, he, frankly, he's lucky to be the governor. And that's as far as it goes for for him. He will never be on a national ticket. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty for the cameras, but but there's very little substance there when you think about it. And when you look at some of his policies, they have been a disaster for the uh, country. Final thoughts, Stuart, before I move on. We have a lot of calls. Uh, final thought is that uh, President Trump needs to have a strong RNC chairperson to give us an early voting ground game for this early voting season. I, I don't think, uh, uh, what's her name, um, uh, uh, Rona McDaniel was up to it. Uh, President Trump, I think, is looking to make changes. 
I hope he selects someone that'll do an aggressive early voting ground game for him. Fair enough, Stuart. Thank you for the call. Have a wonderful morning. Let's go to Russ in White Plains. Good morning, Russ. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, that call from Lisa the last two days was terrific. And some of these migrants are going to be caring for the seniors who don't aren't as fortunate to have a child like Lisa. But what I wanted to say is the cops seem to have escalated that situation in Times Square. Doesn't it seem like that to you? Russ, hey, Dom? Are, 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 you, are you serious? Dom, I, I saw an edited tape and I saw them grabbing that guy. What was the probable cause for arresting him in the first place? Do you know? Well, if if the police say to you, move on, and you're mouthing mm-hmm. off and you won't move, then what do you think is going to happen? Being Taking someone into custody, making an arrest, Russ, is never pretty. If they are defying mm-hmm. the police officers and a loot, the officer and a lieutenant, what is the alternative, mm-hmm. Russ? Well, if he was mouthing off and they escalated to a physical confrontation, I think the police, who aren't always angels, should take some responsibility. And uh, so, you know, Russ, this, Russ, uh, wait, talk, Russ, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna get upset. Uh, are, are you serious? Okay, thanks, are you serious? Yeah, I Russ? just wanted to talk to you. Like, okay, Russ, yeah, Russ, 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 Russ. With all yeah. due respect, my friend, why do you keep wasting my time with this nonsense? Hey, look, I saw why, those why guys. Why do you do it? And they, I've seen people beat up people on the street, and those kids weren't beating up those cops. They were trying to get Russ, their friend Russ, away. Russ, 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 yeah. well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this again. Seriously, why, and I almost cursed, which could cost me my yeah. job. Why do you continue to call me up, wasting my time with your crazy ideas that nobody else agrees reporter. with? A good reporter is anti-establishment, and I assume you no, think that be a no, good reporter. No, no, no. A good reporter is not anti-establishment. Uh, the last time I checked, when have you ever been a good reporter? I've been one for 40 years. I've been on the cover of the New York Times TV Guide. So I know my picture. I know what a good reporter is, and you're not it. A good reporter questions everything, Russ. It's not anti-establishment. I- a good reporter dots every I crosses every T, and when it comes to politician, politicians, you may believe them, but verify on everything. So where mm-hmm. do you get this well, every- anti—wait a minute. Where do you get this mm-hmm. anti-establishment nonsense crap from? What do you know about being a reporter? Well, I've been watching, and I, good reporters challenge accepted wisdom. And, you know, you say that uh, they're pimping these migrants. Corporate America is pimping the migrants, and we, the taxpayers, are the Johns. Okay, I think Russ, 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 yeah. but you, listen, yeah. you're, you're entitled to That's your opinion. You but but well, I, okay, I think so. you just enjoy saying the most outrageous things. You just called up here and literally said to me that the police provoked mm-hmm. that incident in Times Square. The way those officers were beaten, kicked in the head, kicked in the face, and you have the damn nerve to call me up with some nonsense like that? The word the word I used was escalate, not provoke. A good reporter reports accurately. Right, Dominic? I am escalate. reporting accurately. Russ, You said I Russ, said they provoked Russ, it. Russ, I didn't Russ, say they provoked listen, it. Russ, Russ, right, I, I like you, Russ, mm. but I'm starting to wonder if you're mentally ill. No, the, man, the, I'm not mentally ill. I just your, don't call your, when your, I agree your with views, you. Your views are so warped and so out there that they make absolutely Hardly. no. You're calling me up. I mean, yeah. you, you you picked up the phone 
and dial the phone number to call and say that the police escalated the situation. So so you tell me, Russ, when the lieutenant says to move on and they ignore him like they're his equal, what are they supposed to do, Russ? Well, they look like they're moving on. Maybe they gave the cops the finger, but that was no reason to start a melee in Times Square. To and start the a melee. So, did- so, okay, wait. You know what, Russ? Hold on. I'm going to bring in Joe from Lindbrook. You guys on together. Joe, Joe, you just heard what Russ had, had to say. What's your reaction? Does this guy even know what it is to do police work? Hey, I'm hey. talking to you, man. Talk to me. You don't have to say no, this guy. What do you mean police no, work? Hold on. Hold you- on. You blame the police. I wore a shield for 20 years of my life. Hold on a second. I love yeah. you Monday morning quarterbacks that blame the police for everything. Did you ever wear a shield? Did you ever walk a foot post? Did you ever do a vertical no, in a project? I've been beat up by the police. Hold on. Did you ever do a vertical in a project? You don't want to have a conversation. You just want to talk. No, 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 no. Russ, yeah. Russ Joe yeah, is do. correct when he mentions a vertical in the project. Do you know what that is, Russ? And I'm not, I'm not playing the, the game that got you. Come from the roof. Going right. from the roof to the lobby. And, and, do, you, the and do you know how okay. dangerous that is? How police officers can be ambushed around every staircase? How they have to step over urine and, and human waste? Do you have any idea what these verticals are? I didn't say it was an easy job. I said it's a tough well, you job. Didn't. What you, you don't said have to is worse. you blame the police. People like you not blame call the, the police. police. Hold on. You call the police when you're getting your butt kicked. Then you go. Then you go crying to the police. Correct, Russ. Hey Joe, you, you know what I do? Answer, I answer, kick, answer my, I answer my question. Hey, Joe, answer my question. Do, Joe? Did you ever wear hey, Joe, a shield? Did you ever wear a shield? Hey, Joe, Joe, you know what I do? I don't wait for the cops. When I see a crime, I take action because the cops are always oh, yeah. ten minutes away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You really do. When you need. Yeah. To. Okay. Really. Okay. Uh, when seconds you ever wear a shield? Constant minutes away. Did you, did you ever wear there. a shield? Hey, Russ, can you just answer his questions? I mean, he's asking you legitimate questions, and I think he's entitled to an answer. Did you ever put I've a shield a on? Did you ever walk I've arrested criminals without a shield or a gun. And oh, I really? think that's more arrested courageous him. than a cop with a arrest? gun. Hold on, yeah. Russ. Hold on. How did you arrest him? Yeah, Joe. You tell me. What? How did you arrest Who did him? did I arrest I grabbed him, I threw him to the ground while some auxiliary police watched me, and I held oh, him. You're so and full he, of I, shit. You're so full of shit. Talking. You're so you full of shit. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, right. All right. Hey, you use the right go language. And you're a police officer. Don't talk I'm about the police. Anymore. I'm glad you're not I'm, anymore. You really? You're lucky I'm not. Because uh, I wouldn't do anything yeah, to see, you. You're a threat. You wouldn't be a cop. They throw you off the force now. I, yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that, guy. Stop talking about the police. Yeah. Hey, you don't hey, know what the Joe, hell you're talking yeah. about. Joe, Joe, well, do me do me a favor, Joe, and hold on for a second. Russ, in, in letting you right. go, you, you have to do me a All favor, right, man. No, wait, listen, Russ. You gotta stop with these nutty calls. It, it's absolutely mm-hmm. nutty what you just said. To say I think it's you I nutty. really think you get your rocks off by calling up saying the most outrageous thing that you can say that's anti establishment on any given well, Dominic, issue. I, 
No, on any given issue, if I agree with you, I don't call and say, hey, Dominic, you're so great. I agree with you completely. That's boring radio. That's why I don't call very much. But when I do disagree, I call, and you're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Russ. Uh, do me a favor, and please, I mean, no offense, man. Go take your medication. Do something. I mean, you need some help. Joe, I am three minutes oh, late guys. for a break, but but go ahead, please. I want to apologize for that. This guy talk about police. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. That's obvious. That's obvious. That's obvious. And and I, I do want to say you are correct, Joe, about those uh, vertical patrols. They are. I don't know if they still do them, but they are dangerous. And you talk about brave for a law enforcement officer, officer that at times would do those vertical patrols by him or herself when we both know what can happen in, in the projects at any given moment, at any given moment with an anti-police mentality, and you've got to go almost up to the roof and all the way back to the ground floor, going around corners where you don't know what's standing around that yes, corner. I know what they are. Okay. Well, Joe, I, know what they, I know what they are, but he's a nut. Right, right. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you, Joe. And thank you. Thank you so much for your call. And thank you for your service uh, to law enforcement. Thank you, Joe. It is now time for a break. When we come back, more of your calls at the top of the hour. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. We will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Republican Mozzie Pillup and Democrat Tom Swazi sparred over a number of issues at their debate, uh, from abortion to border security, immigration. It's the first debate and only debate in the race to replace George Santos in Congress. It was pre-taped, town hall style, and it was hosted by um, uh, a colleague of mine, uh, Rich, and his, his last name escapes me uh, for, for the moment, but it will come back to me in a second. But he's an excellent reporter, and they are essentially tied uh, with less than a week to go before the February 13th special uh, election uh, in New York's 3rd Congressional District. At one point, Swazi criticized current Republican lawmakers including Ms. Pillup putting her in the same category. Ms. Pillup has not given any specifics whatsoever in this entire conversation. Now, she says she'll get it done. So she's saying she's much better than Esposito. She's better than Lolota. She's better than Garbarino, because they all said they'd get it done too. They but they have haven't it. got it done. They're they have working, not got it done. They're working on it. They've been there 13 they months. They haven't even gotten it on the floor of the United States Congress yet. It's an embarrassment, because the reality is you can't just do a tweet. You can't just do a press conference. You have to actually build relationships with people of both parties and attacking people is not going to do it. I'm very good on that. Yeah, I no, I've noticed that. No, I'm so, very good on that. I'm very have to good build... on working with people. 
So I'm uh, looking at some of my uh, tweets here. Jimmy James says, I have a neighbor like Russ. He is happy when he is causing trouble and uh, bothering uh, people. Jimmy also says, Russ, you have to obey a direct order that is given from a police officer. Jimmy, you are correct. Russ does not want to hear any of that. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Standing by at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Steve in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. It's good to talk to you, man. Uh, you know, the irony with Joe Biden, he he opposed having Kamala Harris on the ticket with him. He, you know, back in 2020, he was basically told he had to have her. And what's his, Dominic? She is his best insurance policy. <laughs> not only is she ensuring that there's not going to be a rush to push him out of office, but he may stay on the ticket because they can't figure out how they're going to push her aside. What do you think? Well, the one thing I will agree with, Steve, is that she's a she's a liability and an asset. Here's how I define asset. Uh, the Biden folks are hoping that she will help with the black vote, but that's also a liability because Biden is slipping in communities of color, uh, Latino community, also the uh, black community. They are going over to Trump. And, you know, the issue for Democrats is it's not just getting rid of Biden, but how do you bypass? And this is what you were alluding to. How do you bypass the first black female vice president? She's not going to yeah. say she's not going to say, oh, OK, you can put somebody else ahead of me on the ticket. She's going to say, hell no. She's going to say, <laughs> I had to stand here for four years and it's my turn. I've paid my dues, which is ridiculous, but that's what the argument will be. Steve, thank you for the great call. Greatly appreciate it, man. In a moment, I'm going to go to Linda in Long Island, but first, Dave in New Jersey. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I just wanted to say that, you know, the Joe called before he had some uh, pretty crazy things said to him by uh by that other caller i just wanted to tell him that <laughs> i i really appreciate his service I and mean, he shouldn't think that uh most people think like that you're, you're you're right dave and uh you know i i'm being honest i i like russ but i i'm really starting to worry that russ has some serious mental issues something's going on i i know that there are people that if you say the sky is blue, they'll say, no, Dominic, it's orange, just to get your goat, right? And I think that <laughs> I think that's Russ. But for him to call here, knowing that I'm strong uh, law and order, strong supporter of the NYPD, and, and insinuate that the police provoked that incident, when, first of all, those migrant men shouldn't even be here in the country. That's number one. That's number one. Number two... The lieutenant gave a peaceful directive order to move on. They chose to stand up and fight. And you're going to and to then kick those officers while they were down, greatly un, outnumbered, and they didn't pull their guns once. They didn't pull their guns <laughs> once. Not once. And if it was me, believe me, I would be unemployed today because I would have pulled my gun and might have actually used it, being outnumbered like that. Uh, 10, 10 to 1, where people are kicking me in my face and kicking me in my head. You don't know what they made. They can have a brick in their hand. One kick could end your life. And people like like uh, 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 Russ calling up, 
you know, again, he just he likes to light my fire, if you will. You know, Dave, so it is what it is, right? Thank you for the call, Dave. Thank you so much. Linda, Long Island. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I feel a dominant caller today. When I heard this about Biden, this case, there was, I don't know why, it kept coming back to me. I was doing something and it came into my head. There's something wrong with this. And everybody's going to take it at face value just like I did. And then I realized the important part wasn't the part when he said, oh, he, uh, you know, he he did it and everything, but he can, you know, he really can't stand trial uh, because of, you know, how he is, you know, things about him, he's elderly and he doesn't remember and all these things. And I think somebody made a deal because it would be the best thing for Biden. He knows they want to get rid of him and he has no, no, nothing, no readings. Um, Comer has has already put out, they know that, they have all the evidence, everything out on all real good evidence um, for, you know, the millions or billions or whatever he got, his family got. And I just was wondering, um, if he leaves so they get rid of him, does that all go away? All the, the All that, the whole, the cases, everything against him, does that go away? Because I think they want that on record. They want that on record that he, you know, that he's not up to it, you know, to, to you know, go after him See, legally. I, I, Linda, I have a problem with the theatrics in Washington because the House yes. members know that none of this is going anywhere with the Senate. They know, they know this. Now, why they're doing it, I guess they're trying to document it for record to see if possible uh, criminal charges I, I, I just don't see it. I, Linda, I do have to step on because step on, um, uh, go move on because, um, and I want to apologize to Jim, David, Steve, and Anthony, because we just don't have time for your calls uh, this morning, but you can stay with us because Frank Morano is about to start the other side of midnight, which comes up right after news headlines. And we say good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. We got a great show. Uh, next hour, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything. Uh, a little bit later, I will comment on the political aspect of this Biden report. And there's an element of this that I think some people have have missed. And I'm going to give you my take on that a little bit later. And then, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot of the buzz from Elon Musk and others about this push to colonize Mars, possibly as soon as 2029. Well, I have uh, a brilliant scientist who says, let's just cool our jets a little bit and not rush into something that could be disastrous. So we'll get into that. And uh, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Super Bowl's around the corner. We're going to talk about both and a whole lot more. That's right. The Super Bowl is Sunday. Sunday, yeah. How are you going to watch the game? I'll probably just watch it home. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I had the offer to go to Vegas, but... Uh, I chose to stick around here instead, so. Why didn't you go? Well, it's it's just a lot. It's a lot to go out there and deal with all the crowds and everything. I, you know, I'd rather just all watch All you game. have to do is go to the airport, get on the plane. Just do it, as Nike says. Uh, I no? don't know. Maybe next year. We'll see. Okay, maybe next year. Frank Marano, The Other Side of Midnight, one of the best shows in radio coming up next, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.